tell you for real? kick this off let's do it do it all right sounds good um all right this movie's so bad they're good we're kicking it off again uh with me as always i have mr ian yo yo mr ryan hello hello and ian why don't you give an introduction to our guest our returning guest yep um Who's it again? Oh wait, no, no, sorry. Johnny Blackbird. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. So this is, I believe, your third time back with us, Johnny. Yes, yes, indeed it is. Yes, my sec- second uh, with this director as well. Yeah, that. Yeah, and actually, that's uh, one one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you back. Uh, for for those who don't know, me and Johnny go. Uh, back well, we we we've known each other for like over a decade now. Jeez. But fifteen years, uh, fifteen years, I'd say. Is it? Years, yeah. Damn. Yeah. But also, Dean. he he's. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Ian, tell him the real reason why you brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna fight to the death. Hell whoa, yeah. whoa! Nobody said anything about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's not uh, the real reason. Yeah, well, uh, Ryan Salty, I'm about something, which is actually my fault, is that, uh, Johnny, as you know, okay, so, for those who don't know, Johnny has his own podcast called I Don't Give a Flick, which I, I've uh, been a guest on several times, and yeah, I plugged on yeah. to here. Yeah, um, so our last episode that we did, uh, which was about time travel movies, um, you you hit me up before we uh, recorded on that day, and you said that somebody dropped out, and you're looking for somebody. And I was like, oh shit, Ryan, I I know Ryan would be good. He like loves time travel movies, and I hit up Ryan. And I was like, hey Ryan, you you want to join me on this podcast for a time travel movie? I totally just like put my <laughs> foot in my mouth because you you said. Um, that, that you went somewhere from like a different platform. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to mix it up. Like, yeah, definitely no offense to Ryan, but I, I totally put my foot in my mouth and I accidentally instigated this whole like, um, <laughs> but, what would you say? Ryan likes to call it a civil war, but this, uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all have unknowingly become enemies. Perfect. Well, I, always, I need more arch nemesis all the time. That makes my life more interesting. Well, it, it is a civil war because he broke up the team. And, <laughs> and, and now we had to split into two. Even though Johnny Blackburn knows for a fact that his betrayal should have been phase four. <laughs> it, was, it was phase three. It was, pre, it was premature of me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, shit happens sometimes. You just got to roll with it, you know? So you're having a civil war with actually Ian then, right? So you and Ian are on split sides 
of the Johnny Blackburn debacle, correct? Well, I, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm friends with both of them. So. No, no, we, uh, Johnny and I, uh, we drew a draft, and Ian went on his team. Seth, you're on my team. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Daniel was supposed to be on on uh, Johnny's, and I was supposed to get Nikolai, but he's always a no show. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nikolai has disappeared off the face of the planet. Exactly. That's why we had to, post, that's why we had to postpone the Civil War. Yeah, okay. he, he pulled it. He pulled it, Ant Man. I guess. Yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, we we are way off topic now. <laughs> Yeah, the other reason why I wanted to bring you in, Johnny, is because you actually have background in film. Uh, so uh, I, I actually uh, wanted to bring this up before, but we, we didn't get a chance. So uh, real quick before we get into bad taste, wh- why don't you uh, tell everybody like your background in film? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, briefly. Um... Yeah, no, so like Ian said, uh, I host another film podcast called I Don't Give a Flick. Uh, just primarily focuses on, like, kind of a little different aspect. It's just, like, the kind of what goes on behind the scenes and breaking down film genre and philosophy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, both both exciting but, uh, formats for the shows, but I originally came – yeah, yeah, so I, I, uh, I started out uh, acting, uh, like – probably about 20 years ago, I guess, maybe 15, somewhere around there, um, and realized that I, I wasn't as good at it as I thought I was, and there's not as much money involved if, if you're not as good as, as the, 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 the top upper echelon of people. So uh, I uh, got into, like, production and, um, you know, like, producing and um, assistant directing and writing my own stuff. Um, so, yeah, so now I've got a, a commercial film company based out here in Austin, and I freelance on like reality television shows. Um, I've done a couple, couple narrative shows here in Austin, uh, but mostly reality TV and commercials is is my bread and butter for the time being, while while COVID allows. So fingers crossed that it only gets better before it gets worse. Yeah, uh, definitely. For sure. Yeah, sure. But but yeah, I thought it would be good to ha- have on somebody who actually has experience with film while we dissect these crappy movies right. and uh, yeah, also I mean, do you think your it takes podcast that, you think it takes that professional of a deep dive on some of these movies <laughs> that, that, that we really not. need to break down and there's no I shot mean, at johnny know, here this is just of... like these movies man <laughs> these movies <laughs> all, right. all right fine fuck, fuck johnny then i tried <laughs> Looks like you got your wish. My my team loses. Yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah, it's yeah. No, I agree, man. It's it's nice, and we we try to do the same on ours, and we try to add that dichotomy of people that are like fully like that's their full time job in the industry, and then people like yourselves that are just like cinebuffs and yeah. just have and just love film to its core. And honestly, cinebuffs because I was I was a cinebuff before I like really got into working in the industry back in my twenties and stuff. Like I I that was not like my first career path. And uh, I just, I, it was funny when I got into film, I met a lot of people that had been working on sets for decades, you know, older folks, you know, running the camera department or that are producing at a higher level. Um, and a lot of them, they just, they didn't really like, I, I talk about certain movies I had seen or like even recently on shoots I've gone on, I've been talking about like this kind of stuff, like movies that are so horrible that they're amazing. And a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, that's cool. I've never even heard of it. And I'm like, you, you what? You know, I met a guy the other day that had never fucking seen Goodfellas, 
and he was he was what? like the exec, he was the executive producer. I know of the of the show that I was on, and I, I was just, and he had never seen Goodfellas. He had heard of it, but he's like, I, I've never seen it. He's like, I saw Godfather back when I was like in high school. He's an older dude, and I was just like, what? It's like how have you not? It just blew my mind that these people dedicate their lives to this craft, I guess, and they they don't really know much about the background stories of some of the most major films ever created. Um, it seems just like they were thrown into it because they knew somebody in the industry, and and that was it. And that's 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 how it happened. They were just like, hey, this seems this I can make some money doing this, and um, you know, I know somebody, so why don't I just go do it? And it seems kind of like a seems kind of like a cop out. Just seems I don't know. It's disappointing to say the least. So it's uh it's it's nice to get onto a, a show where I can actually like sit down and talk to people that actually have seen the movies yeah. or know the actors that we're talking about or you know they can actually dissect it and analyze everything and uh, you know it makes sense. It's not just small talk. It's an actual in depth conversation. So yeah, yeah, cool. yeah that, and that's that's why I, I really love joining your podcast is because. I, like I don't get that outlet many times, so I like to. It's it's a good time to nerd out, just like in this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always, yeah, always a pleasure. It. So let's go ahead and just barrel right into this movie that we watched here. Yeah. Bad taste. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, and um, so since you've given such a great introduction to Johnny. Uh, I actually would like to hear his take <laughs> first on this and uh, on this movie. Like, what what were your thoughts seeing this? And this is like uh, Peter Jackson's first, right? Yeah, that's yeah. This I is this is his very first film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not only that, right? but Johnny joined us for. Uh, yeah, I think so. And, and Johnny joined us for uh, Peter Jackson's other film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive. What What are your thoughts on top on this? Alive, yeah. God, man, you know it was it was funny when you guys told me we were checking out his first one. I was I was just watching both of them, and I'm like, how did this guy get hired on <laughs> to do one of the most successful know, crazy. franchises in the history of cinema? You know, um, some of my favorite movies ever, just in the Lord of the Rings. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I mean, for look, I think I saw the budget was at around eleven thousand dollars or so, give or take, at the time. Um, so I don't know what adjusted for inflation that would be now. Uh, um, from back in the late 80s but yeah I mean it is uh, my expectations weren't super high uh I thought the last one was really entertaining and you know I like I talked about loving the the ninjas for Jesus and um you know the the gigantic the scene at the end where they just blows through the uh or excuse me mows through literally the uh ballroom full of corpses and zombies and just so it's great. Um, this one was definitely. Uh, I mean, it. it you can see the budget constraints. It didn't. It didn't make a lot of sense, you know, like 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 the last one. Um, hard to follow in points. At, excuse me, at parts, just because the script, like, it would start on one storyline and then out of nowhere it would just kind of like zip to another one really quick, but then it wouldn't. Kind of like the room, it wouldn't finish the storyline. It would like just revert back to the original storyline without explaining, like giving a conclusion. Well, what, the, what like, um, I'd actually like to know what um, what storylines do you think were like the yeah. um? Because like I only thought there was really yeah, one basic storyline 
throughout. I, I guess what I I guess what I really like in a lot of films, and this one I shouldn't have expected much from. I really enjoy hearing a lot of the backstory about mm. where these guys are from and kind of like their their history and stuff. Yeah. And we had heard mention of um we had heard mention of the fast food chain, uh, that they were like pumping up. You know, they were coming in and they were they were pumping up all these humans to take them back and, and eat them and whatnot. Mm. Um, or at least that's that's how I took it. Um, and I just I don't know I I felt like that would have been cooler if they had actually dove into that more and we had actually I don't know I kind of wanted to like see a bit more of like the alien planet and the restaurant itself and I don't know I feel like that would have been an interesting avenue to take the storyline down um, but I mean it would be a cool sequel yeah yeah you know yeah, um, interesting sequel for sure for sure um, and I don't really feel they really wrapped that portion up obviously it wasn't the main it wasn't the main plot line for sure yeah um, but I mean a lot of these a lot of these films do that you know uh, they don't really go into much depth uh, on on anything outside of the main plot. Even then, it's still you're still lacking a lot. You know, you're still want at least you're wanting more. Um, I'd say you know between that the the characters were they weren't super likable. You yeah, know, um, yeah. they were just everybody was just zany for no reason. Um, but I mean, it, it seemed to be it seemed to me at least that it was a movie that didn't take itself too seriously. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I remember we. Uh, the last time I was on, we had we had talked about. Um, I had mentioned why I really love these type of films is a lot of times the directors think they're creating this next masterpiece, and they seriously think there's actual consideration for them to get into like the Oscar conversation or you know like big budget. Their next film's gonna like be a big budget blockbuster, mm-hmm. and this one didn't really seem to do that. So I appreciated Jackson just kind of like being like, "Look, I'm a first time filmmaker." This is this is what I'm gonna do. Here's what I've got to work with. Here's my budget. I'm not gonna make it too complicated. And we're yeah. just gonna have a good time. He's pretty self-aware. Yeah, he's kind of self-aware yeah. of what he's capable of yeah. and knows. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with you on a lot of what you're saying there. Um, I think so too. I, I do think it was smart to kind of do simple, but I think the biggest sin to this movie does, to your credit, is the main characters are not interesting really at all. There's no depth or backstory you just get there's some group which is funny because they're called the boys which is now one of the biggest tv shows on amazon is the boys (laughs) um do you you know what the name of their do you know what the origin of the boys no i forget what was the name of the organization it's the no i'm proud was it follow me no let's not mix politics um, <laughs> the name of their uh, so they are G-men yeah. from from uh, the country New Zealand. The name of their group was the Astro Investigation Defense Service, short for AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not pick up on that. Did, did anybody? I love, I love, I love how. No, no right. You're it. you're always. That's what I love about you. You always pick up on these like little things that nobody. Ever yeah, I didn't catch that either. That's hilarious. actually hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they said it once, and I'm like, wait a wait a minute. Yeah, AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS yeah. is the name of their group. The other guy, the <laughs> the guy who was knocking on people's doors, he had the organization that was bred, right? And um, yeah, he was he was part of a charity organization. Yeah, 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 bred. Um, so yeah, they did have a little bit on these um acronyms. Um. But uh, back to the characters, though, you're like they, they are just like goofy characters for no reason. And there's nothing really spoken about. Interesting. The, it's the, the only thing these characters are going off of is a hunch. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. But 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 even still, beyond that, like you're asking somebody to sit down and watch a movie. So it's kind of like, what's the purpose of it? And so this felt like the purpose of it was look at my special effects, look at my practical effects I can do, cutting people open, smashing skulls, like oozing gross and just being gross for gross sake. Um, that was it. And um, I don't know, like when I think about what's the purpose, right? When you look at something low budget and you look at maybe like Kevin Smith and you look at Clerks, right? That's another example of something that like I felt like had more of a purpose. It was highlighting these like discussions and things and characters that we feel like we know in real life, people we know. There are hyper like versions of that, but there's still like these guys that talk about movies and comics and all this kind of stuff and there's silly things that happen in between that are entertaining, but like the characters have some personality to them, you know? Where like in this one it, it's it's taking more of this action bend. But like if the bulk of your action is just like these practical effects, I mean they were I mean they, they weren't terrible. When you look at it from the budget, like I when you compare it to that, but I don't know what makes you really come back to this, I guess. You know? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. So, um, but to touch on what you said, uh, Johnny, uh, about like what the movie is about, it's basically about a group AIDS. They, uh, AIDS decides to call in the boys and, uh, they go to investigate, uh, some kind of disturbance, like a hunch or something. They come to a city that's basically desolate. Like there's nobody around. And, uh, as we come to find out, aliens have taken over and they're, I, are the aliens wearing See, uh, uh, this was really confusing because yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, because so, yeah, like that's something that's definitely not explained. Yeah, are the aliens wearing human skin? Are they possessing it? Because they do transform into the ass aliens. That's what I call them. Because there was plenty <laughs> of shots of just ass poking the out of the jeans, just the busting out. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The ass <laughs> aliens. They do. No. Yeah, that, that's, that, it's definitely a men in black kind of sort of alien. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I was watching it last night, and I was, I was, I like, I came up with a theory in my head. Maybe they're just like some sort of microscopic organism that, I guess, go into the human's food or gets digested in human somehow, and then take goes into their brain and takes over their brain, and then their human form taking over the brain mm. until that part at the end where they all just freaked out and then turned into their, their uh, real their their shape Yeah, maybe so, but I guess uh the other problem I have is I or, don't understand Or like Bryce said they could be shapeshifters. Yeah. Um the other problem I have though is I don't understand how they die. Because like you literally have like one that's cut in half and is still alive enough to throw acorns at someone, <laughs> right? But then you have other ones that are just shot like one time by a pistol, and then they're done. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like, how, what is the rules yeah. on how these things die? Like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> if 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 the if the death is shitty, just die. Yeah. If there's like <laughs> some type of gore or some like cool thing going for it yeah try try and fight back yeah yeah, yeah. keep them yeah. alive for longer let's make it as gross as we can let's push it let's push <laughs> it yeah and you can tell like honestly watching this movie i can see the concept of this movie and then he expanded on it for the other movie that we covered um 
clearly you can see like there's and the other one is like a better version of this movie what's the with, other one with all with all the same sound effects yeah yeah and, but it's like <laughs> but the other one went grosser and bloodier and like i mean we still had the chainsaw scene and stuff but it was like with a lawnmower right and the uh what was it brain was it yeah. brain dead was that the movie I forget what yeah, the other dead alive, dead alive, brain dead. So, um, brain dead, dead alive. yeah. So that one, like, you, you, you can see he basically took what I guess he wanted to do with this movie, and and just like finally was able to do it on a bigger scale in yeah. that other movie, which was still a lower budget, but you know, like the evolution of that, of like kind of because the the enemies in um, Dead Alive kind of operated very similar, fairly similar to how these did. Where they were almost zombie-like, but not really zombies, and they morphed into shit. But it was like, you know, it's it's strange, you know. And and they all had the customary uniform of denim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, they, did they did they coordinate that morning or something? Like, oh yeah. Like, what are we wearing well, today? I I do like how the uh, the boss gets to wear a suit and driving a limousine yeah. and, and everybody else is wearing denim. Yeah. He owns that, he yeah. owns that successful uh, alien, uh, you know, fast food franchise. So he's got to be super rich, right? Yeah, that's right. It's a big alien. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I always wondered if that, if the bad guy, uh, Lord Crumb, like he started off in denim mm. and then like worked his way to a suit. Yeah. So maybe so. <laughs> that's how you do it, man. That's how you, you uh, got to start somewhere. You know, Instead of a different paycheck. Yeah, that's right. Climb the corporate ladder. You evolve from uh, <laughs> denim to a suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> d- back to the plot of this, as the aliens have taken over and the city's empty, um, you find out the aliens apparently work for some fast food organization and they came to Earth to get like samples and to get like a bunch of meat. Mm-hmm. So they actually have a bunch of the townspeople chopped up into pieces and boxes. It gets explained to us on there. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so then shenanigans uh, commence as the boys start trying to, you know, fight the aliens. <laughs> I have to say, oh. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yeah. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Machine gun fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Definitely so. And then, of course, that doesn't, you know, he kills a couple of them before, you know. <laughs> before that happens. But somehow he survives it, which is pretty fantastic. And um, I was wondering what the payoff of that, because they kept coming back to him, like holding his brains in and kept like struggling yeah, to get that around. Was, that was cool. I, I, I definitely, that, that's definitely one of my favorite parts is, yeah, so the guy falls down and cracks his head open and then just uses <laughs> his belt to like keep it held in, keep his brains from falling He uses out. a hat first um, before the hat gets shot off. Do you want to know what the payoff was for him splitting his head open on that rock? Hmm. Was the fact he got up and headbutted a dove in the face? Yeah, that was pretty great, actually. <laughs> that actually was yeah. pretty great. I <laughs> mean, that, that entire was character is, uh, his name is Derek. Yeah, and Derek's don't run. Derek. Derek. That's true. They Derek's don't. don't run. That's true. They don't run. They don't they run. Also, they also fire imaginary bullets. Yeah, no, they, they do. do. Wild firing real bullets. <laughs> 
too. Yeah, yeah, just that like that. That shirt walks around vulnerable, <laughs> and, and, and he drools a lot. He definitely does. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, you know, they do actually explain why he has so much of birds. Birds were the only thing he could relate to. Exactly. So that's why he's surrounded by birds. <laughs> Roll that again. <laughs> Wait, what? Did, did he not? Roll that again? I did not catch Birds were the only thing he could relate to. <laughs> the, uh, the New Zealand accents in this movie was, was pretty hard to understand and follow sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then actually the... um. The 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 suit and tie bad guy who didn't have to wear the denim, he actually had a lot of lines of dialogue that were very low. Holy shit. Like his holy shit <laughs> line. But it's just gargled out. And then I, I actually I, yeah. I feel like he was the same voice of from the mother of Brain Dead. <laughs> it might have been. Oh, he might have been, actually. Yeah, he might have been, you know. You know, that's, huh, today, especially especially in alien form. Yeah. He his voice is a lot lower and I compared it to the mother when she's like a full out monster zombie. Mm. It's yeah. the same voice. Yeah. Yeah, I do cool. Mm-hmm. That's true. Might so, be. Um, but yeah, that I mean that's the basic plot of it. A fast food alien chain that is getting meat from uh New Zealand apparently. I guess that's the good meat there. Is New Just Zealand. some tiny yeah. little town in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they just and, choose New Zealand randomly. Yeah. Does anybody else think that Derek also looked like an out of work Harry Potter impersonator yeah, at all? Was it he was definitely Harry Potter. Well, I mean, way before Harry Potter's time, but yeah. He he, he yeah. was destined for the role if he would have just been born later on in life. Harry Potter was the prequel to this movie. Yeah, I, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah, it's all starts with aliens. I did like um, that the house was a spaceship. That, that I think was that pretty was really fantastic. Cool. Yeah, that that's also, you know, very unique. You know, mm. like... Yeah, he presses like a lever or something, and then the entire like lawn just like caves in. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then uh, and then yeah, the guys are like fighting to get off of it before they get, I guess, sucked into the spaceship. And then yeah, as a house after like a rocket blew up in it, and then yeah, it just it's just this house spaceship. It, I think that's that's really unique. Like there's parts of this movie that are like really dumb. Or boring and go nowhere, but there's also parts of this movie that's really unique. And I, I, I like that about the house. Mm-hmm. I, I do like how we've talked much about Derek, but not the other three characters. Because they're not really that much <laughs> interesting. Yeah, other than um, what's his name that had the rocket launcher? I mean, that was kind of fun to see uh, him that was, use that. That was Ozzy. Yeah, I mean. Of course his name is Ozzy. He's listening to Heavy Metal. Uh, yeah. Oz, uh, um, <laughs> Frank. Frank is the guy who has the nice car and actually has to like drink from the, the, the bile. Uh, oh yeah. Barry is oh, wait, which I, I gotta say, sorry, right. I, I have to cut you yeah. off. Real, I have to say that. Yeah. When he drank that, you, you could probably say that it was some really bad taste. Thanks Ian. Thanks for that. One, Ryan, <laughs> that was really important to stop Ryan from his thought process. Ryan, please continue with what you were saying. Sorry, was that joke in bad taste? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I wish Ian was that dove so I can headbutt him. <laughs> um, no, it's all good, Ian. No, all I was saying was the, uh, the other guy in the beginning was Barry. 
Oh, the guy yeah. with the, the cool uh, handlebar mustache. Yeah, he was the he was one of the first guys I think that we got to meet between him and uh, Derek, right? Derek. Yeah, yeah. Them two, uh, kind of radioing each other back and forth. And, yeah, he um, he gets caught in the shed, which was another really cool scene. He gets caught in the shed, and the other aliens are like. Use one of them as a battle ram, yeah. or whatever. It's <laughs> battering ram, yeah. yeah, battering, yeah. yeah my bad. <laughs> uh, uh, you can say he was really using his head. That's that, right. That, that, that's that's that was like. Jeez, one of Ian, you're just on fire today, man. You starting your stand up comedy career? You know, I heard Joe Rogan move by you. You should jump in on that, man. Yeah, just move right actually, on I, over I, there. I, I did do stand up comedy like yeah four years ago. Hey, man, yeah. put yeah. it back up, dust it off, yeah, man. <laughs> Get you a tight five. There's one thing I can appreciate about this movie are these random silly moments of violence, especially when uh, I believe it was Ozzy started like uh, hitting hitting the alien like a punching bag. That was pretty like, great. Really fast. Yeah, <laughs> He's punching the <laughs> shit out of the alien. <laughs> or, or when uh, he when Frank fires a rocket launcher into yeah. the house and Lord Crumb and Derek just like turn their heads. And yeah. the rocket launch goes right by them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was uh, there was some decent stuff in here. The, for especially for his first outing, like is this one of his first movies? This is not bad in the sense of like, you know, the effects and and how it was shot and everything. And I think I've read on some of the facts that basically every weekend they would film different scenes of this movie, and I think they did it. For I want to say I want to say like a year or something like a few um let me see I'm trying to look at uh, yeah over a four year period so director Peter Jackson shot the film on weekends over a four year period with friends playing the lead roles Jackson funded most of the film himself until towards the end of the shoot when the New Zealand Film Commission gave him money to finish his project after being impressed with what he already did so uh, there was never a script for the movie. Each scene was filmed from ideas the director had come up with during the week. So this was just ideas over a four-year period where he filmed (laughs) scenes and was just like, this would be cool, right? (laughs) You you know, there's one thing I notice a lot about Peter Jackson's films is that he does have a thing for death and rebirth. A lot. That was actually the last line of this, where he says, "I'm reborn." Yeah, that's because when, when that happens at the end of the movie, uh, just like that, even in Dead Alive, there's the scene where Lionel goes into his mom's stomach and then he bursts out. Huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, and, and even and even in the Frighteners, mm-hmm. same thing. Well, speaking right. on um the, that ending and um the we you know you were talking about the voice of um. The, the main alien leader. Apparently, Doug, uh, W-R-E-N, Ren, I guess, uh, who played the alien leader, Lord Crumb, died during post-production. Because of the non-audio filming, his voice was dubbed by a different actor. Yeah, it was definitely a different voice, for sure. Mm-hmm. So there was a different actor there for that. But um, yeah. And uh, I'd I, I like to point out uh, Peter Jackson's ninety-minute-long um, cameo. <laughs> was one of the leads in it. Yeah. I mean, no, he, he was—he didn't have a single line. <laughs> like, you know, like it, it was really like a, a cameo that just kept going and going. Yeah. 
from beginning all the way to the end. Um, he, he was the guy with the beard who, like, the first alien that they captured. The, the one, like, uh, one Robert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, yeah, Derek just starts, like, nailing his foot. Yeah. He, uh, does that scream. Oh. Do you, did you catch that scream? No, I actually didn't catch the scream in the clips. I didn't clip that one out. But, you know, that uh, scream is what, like, apparently rallies all the aliens together or something like that. Yeah, because uh, the other ones were trying to kill uh, the other guy. Mm, and they yeah. heard the scream, and so they it, started Is, is anybody outside right now? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it, is it is the podcast, so that is good. That's right, man. It is what it is. But anyway, um, uh, yeah... You know, there's really not much to cover. Like this movie was fairly simple for all that it was. Like, um, especially like story, we just wrapped it up, and you can wrap this story up in like a minute. You know, like it's not. It's there's not there's a lot of like quiet scenes and more of like things happening, like action scenes throughout this movie. Like even in the beginning, when you're talking about the shed, <laughs> excuse me. You're talking about the shed scene and all that. There's a lot of like, you know, you've got Derek nailing the foot and then him like being chased by the five aliens. And, and there's just a lot of things happening for you to watch. Not as much dialogue and stuff. Again, like you don't really know anything about these characters at all. Like through the whole movie, you don't ever learn anything really about them. The only thing you really learn is what the alien invasion is about, what that is. And it's done at one scene halfway into the movie. You know, kind of similar to what the last movie we covered with uh, Blood and Bone was something similar too, oh, yeah. where you had the movie taking yeah. place and you find out what the actual plot of this movie is about an hour <laughs> into it. <laughs> no, good call. Yeah. So. And, and uh, also, like, uh, Blood and Bone is like a, a same story that's been done dozens of times in other movies. Like, like this was pretty much, uh, what, what's it called? Damn it, I, f- I forgot what it was called, but... Um, you know, there's the those movies with the aliens that come and just take over an entire town. Yeah, it's been done. Done. You know what it kind of reminded me of too, because um, mostly towards the beginning, not exactly, but towards the beginning and a lot through this movie, there's is a very um quiet. You can almost say because the town's empty, and it made me think of that. Uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. That's a movie that yeah. starts up oh, yeah. and it's just quiet and you just see somebody walking through the town and for quite some time it's just a quiet movie where you're just watching him like see a city that's completely empty that yeah, shouldn't it's be. It's really eerie. Yeah. Too. And it, yeah. and it, it was almost I guess trying to create an atmosphere of that I think towards the beginning. And then at the end, it just became an action flick where it was just them shooting aliens and aliens shooting the back. It literally just became an action flick for the last half. Yeah. So. <laughs> just like a bunch of mindless shooting yeah. each other. It was, <laughs> it was like body horror, like squeamishly like gross shit for like the first half. And then the back half was just like action flick, badass rocket launcher shooting, gun toting. Like It, it yeah. had to be Seth because when the, uh, when those G-men were talking to each other, mm. it, it was a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, <It's> true. <laughs> yeah, there was right. there was one mentioning when they were talking that that they were sent out by the New Zealand government. Yeah, to check out the activity because they're like, yeah, what are we getting paid for here? They're like, well, you work for the government, and and they said at one time, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, something happened. <laughs> 
Well, look, man, like there was no script to this movie, man. Like literally every weekend they got together and they were like, what should I say here? And they're just like, oh, say this. (laughs) You know, it's an interesting way of going about that, too, because, I mean, they they nailed they uh, I almost said nailed it. They did not nail it, but they they made it work. So, yeah. And and, I mean, mean, the audio had to be done in post. So they literally probably just came up. I wonder if they just made their mouths move for certain parts. And they're like, we're just going to give you dialogue later. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when they were wearing ski masks. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could just like, we don't care what's written here. Just do stuff and we'll just, it's like a comic book where you draw the book. Like Stan Lee used to do his comic books like this, where you would draw the book and all the action and then Stan Lee would come behind and just fill in dialogue. That's the script of this movie is a Stan Lee comic book. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish he would have wrote the script for this. Movie. Yeah. Like, no. All right, true believer. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, please. That would be amazing. Let's, this movie let's would be go. great. Excelsior. <laughs> It'd be fucking it fantastic. Would better than, it would have been better than what we got. Yeah. No, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else in this movie do y'all want to kind of bring up? I I think one of the facts here, which is kind of interesting, is um there was that one scene with the um let's see I'm trying to find it is the the driving scene uh where he was driving the truck and he runs over that guy uh right here during a scene where Derek's van swerves off the road and runs over one of the aliens. Ken Hammond sat on the hood of a van because they weren't able to buy a camera mount for the hood. Peter Jackson was driving, but neither noticed a tree stump hidden in the tall grass. The van stopped immediately from high speed, launching Ken and the camera into the air. Amazingly, both Hammond and the camera came out fine, but the former said, we ain't doing that one again. So that was a one-shot take. (laughs) Um, There there is something interesting I I wanted to bring up about the movie Mm. is uh, the direction it went in, especially when Derek cracked his head open and he caught up to them. Yeah. Because usually in movies like this, they're like, okay, all the heroes are here. Let's take down the bad guy. Derek just went ape shit insane. Mm. Derek turned on his guys thinking that they turned on him. Mm. So now, even though he's well, out the... Well, don't forget a very important part. Let, 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 he opened his skull and put more brains inside of his brains. Yeah. Then he went crazy. Mm. That, that, that is, I think that's actually a very important part. Is that he actually put like more brains inside of his? He just grabbed a handful of dead alien brains. Yeah, and mixed just it in, mashed there. it inside of his. <laughs> but but head. Like the largest portion on that was for like for the for the budget. Like I wonder how much they actually spent on, you know, the 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 makeup for just the brains because there was so much, like more than I'd probably ever seen in another film. Like mm-hmm. it, it was it was. It was what I, was, I, I would definitely. I, I, I always believe I would always think that the reason why Derek was like that is not only did these guys not believe him at first because it wasn't until towards the end of the movie they're like Derek was right all along. Mm. They 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 didn't, <laughs> nice New Zealand accent. That they didn't even come for him when he hit a rock, and Derek even though he smashed a skull can hear everything they're saying because they're like well 
Looks like he smashed himself. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. And Derek, Derek can hear every single thing they say. Mm. And that right there, by putting his brain back, he, he just, he's tired of it. Mm. He's, he's exposing <laughs> the alien restaurant, but yet he wants to kill his comrade. Because now, now with all the killing that he's been doing, he's just, he's, uh, he's developing this uh, severe PTSD and he's just going batshit insane. Mm. Well, uh, I, I'll say this. The, uh, one character we didn't talk about yet was the other guy that they went in to save, and that was Gr the... Uh, Grimes? Grimes, oh, yeah. and I think the uh, actor's name here yeah. is Craig Smith. So one interesting thing about him is uh, apparently he was part of the original cast and was married and then divorced within the four-year time frame it took to make the film. Because most of the filming yeah. took place on weekends... <laughs> He found himself written out because of his wife, a devout Christian, objected to him working on Sundays. Smith was written back into the film when he got divorced. So apparently they made some deviations around his Christianity. <laughs> uh, fuck you, bitch. I'm doing this movie. Not on Sundays, you not. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, not, not on my watch. That's really cool. Like, <laughs> fuck it, like fuck that, that bitch. That's what I was saying earlier. Fuck that bitch. I'm going places. <laughs> <laughs> Can only go up from here. <laughs> He's right. mm. uh, no, like that. That goes back to what I was saying earlier. That that's uh, interesting and a unique way to make this movie is that they're they're like writing it based off the availability of the actors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, is it uh, that guy? Had, he has probably the best backstory, or I don't know the story. Uh, out of all of them, he's just driving his car and then just sees Peter Jackson eating somebody's brains with a spoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wonder. And if... he gets ch chased by Peter Jackson. Yeah. Uh, during Peter Jackson's 90 minute cameo. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> he, uh, so he's, uh, that, that part was actually really cool. So, like, he, he's, he gets chased by him. He's driving his car, but the car runs out of gas or something. It breaks down or something like that. So then he's forced to run into this town where nobody – there seems to be no sign of anybody living there because, you know, aliens have taken over. Mm. And then the yeah. one house he goes to happens to be the house where all the aliens are at. And then they just snatch him and put him in a giant cauldron suit like a fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually kind of funny to see him in that like, like, I guess pot or whatever that barrel, and it's just full of like seasoning. <laughs> I guess they were letting him soak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they taped an apple to his mouth. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. you, you know, I think Peter Jackson always wanted to do a Looney Tunes cartoon and be Bugs Bunny, and there it is. Yeah, you know, I I can see that by a second movie that he made after this, which is called, um. To, uh, right, right, what's his next movie? Uh, Meet the uh, Feeble. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that's when Peter Jackson wanted to do a Muppets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. wait, y'all yeah. said um, y'all said Peter Jackson was uh, Robert, right? Yeah. He was also Derek. No. Yes. What? Yes. He I thought, yeah, I thought he was both. Yeah, he's both. What? Really? Yeah, he's Derek yeah. and Robert. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, he was Derek and he was Robert. And he was the so voice of the minister as well. Yeah. He nailed the uh, nail into his own foot. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that one, that one still made me cringe. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's fibula. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't watch that part. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, you just have a dummy wow. sitting there, and you nail the nailing it's, dummy. You know. It's it's so, weird. What I read out of everything that they were, uh, the the main thing they were impressed about was the fact that how uh, he was playing two characters on screen. When Derek was nailing Robert in the foot. Yep. Damn, that's great. I had no idea who was Derek, so he just shaved his beard off. Yeah. Just... yeah. So, so technically, so technically, the the film studio said that he nailed it. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> hey, guess what? You and uh, you and Ian need to be not... a comedy duo, man. Yeah. Now y'all both go to yeah. Joe Rogan's ranch and y'all start I, start your tight I, ten I like, minutes. I like how Ryan makes a pun and everybody laughs, and I make a pun. Well, his like, his pun it. wasn't in bad taste. So. There you go. He nailed it. <laughs> Oh shit! Now it's a trio. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, Ian. That's how you do it. Uh, shit. Um, what else about this movie before we start moving into rating it? I know you've got a hard out for us, my man. So uh, we got about fifteen uh, minutes left. Yeah, yeah, we we we, we could probably extend that um, okay. by, by a little bit. I think That's I think cool. we'll be all right. That's cool, but, but I mean, there's what, not. What do you guys think about? what Derek had plans for at the end of the movie. Uh, I, I, always, I, think, I always wondered that. I think he went insane. Like, he was wearing the alien face. My <laughs> assumption is that he was just going to go to wherever this ship would take him and just chainsaw people till he's murdered. Like, that's just what I think he's going to do. Oh, um, Yeah. Which is great. That, that would have made a really good sequel. I, I, but, I think... I mean... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, Peter Jackson ended up doing the right move with Meet the Feebles and bad, uh, definitely Brain Dead, Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. But uh, a movie where uh, Derek makes it to the alien planet and just chainsaws all of them, especially, like, imagine this. Imagine this from a POV of the aliens and they're just, like, living like an ordinary, regular society. I... And then this... This house crash lands, and there's this human that just goes around, just chainsawing everybody. Like he's the menace, and he he's the bad guy, and everybody's like, "Oh no, there's this alien that's attacking all of us." Yeah, <laughs> I I like to think that he went to the planet to uh, pitch his idea for the fast food chain so they could open one in Japan. <laughs> there you go. And, might... <laughs> and expand. Okay. <laughs> Two teams because, up. You know they they want their logo just as notable as McDonald's. You know, oh, for sure. it's true because he did put the other alien, like we talked about before, he put the other alien brain inside. It could have started making him think more like a businessman for the alien race. And by the time he got there, he could have some really solid ideas of how to expand that business. So I'd uh, I'd agree with you, Ryan. I want to put it past him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. Um. Yeah. Uh, what else on this movie, man? What What else we got on here? Um, I know we covered uh, a good bit of it. Um, you know, I really, I, I, I did just, we really enjoyed. I think it's really. The, um, and you know, I guess I was talking about this earlier and stuff. I really enjoyed the the campiness that Peter, because you don't. It's funny if you look at, and I, I don't mean to keep going back to Lord of the Rings, but that's just his most notable one that most people will know. Um, like you. You you kind of, yeah absolutely yeah that, that's absolutely the whole and point. I, I think yeah. you kind of see that that campiness with some of the jokes, I I guess a little bit between like Legolas and 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 Gimli 
I guess yeah. you know you kind of see that comedy in like the Lord of the Rings trilogy a little bit, but from me from seeing and those these are the only other two films of his I've seen, but from Dead Alive to uh, to Bad Taste, it it's 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 goofy and it it really just and it's the same thing I was talking about earlier it just really shows that he just he takes it lightly and he does he's not taking himself too seriously and it's just refreshing to see that you know it's refreshing to see like you you were doing the sound effect of him you know, faking out uh, everyone with the machine gun fire. Like, when he did that to the original zombie coming up the hill, I just lost it. I was, I literally had to rewind and watch that exact part about three or four times because it was, it was just so stupid. It was so... <laughs> yeah. So, so now, so now we can, now we can put Derek in the same category for the death and rebirth with Lionel, Frank from the Frighteners, and Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there you go. It's it's cyclical, man. It all comes back. To, it all comes back. It all comes <laughs> back. It's what big circle. I'm like, well, what do you mean Gandalf dies and comes back as a wise? Oh, that makes. Oh, sense. Ryan. Ryan <laughs> is literally like a wall in his room of like photos and like lines of like conspiracy theory connections of all the Peter yeah, Jackson yeah, movies. And, always, and, always and he's just sitting yeah, there yeah, with like a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, he's just smoking heavily, and he's just like, I know it. I know it. It's all connected. <laughs> I, okay, Seth. I just think you're mad that I thought of it first. Okay? It's true. He might be yeah. jealous, man. He might be so got them green eyes. Yeah. You know, I'm actually more jealous of your comedy skills, man. The way that you can hit those fucking, you know, jokes. Man, I, I need to get as funny as you are. Me and Ian are out here just like looking for comedy work, just not getting it. Yeah. Joe Rogan will not be pleased. Joe Rogan will not be pleased. <laughs> <laughs> that's it man that's sorry, it sorry joe i'm not invited on the ranch <laughs> I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna find joe Rogan. I'm gonna get oh, only some of us can oh call him God. jojo just yeah. not you guys joe Rogan. yeah um joe. I, I, i'll give you i'll give you this one uh this, <laughs> joe Rogan. joe Rogan. uh i'll give you this one this seems kind of interesting the film started uh started life as a 10 minute short called roast of the day which started shooting in 1981. <laughs> the story concerned Giles, Craig Smith, uh, an, aid, an aid worker who comes to the small coastal town of, I don't even know how you say it, Kahiro? K-A-I-H-O-R-O. The town in the movie. I, I don't know how you yeah. say that one. Uh, on yeah, collection day, the young man encounters a psychopath named Robert who then pursues him. Giles escapes the madman and reaches an old heritage estate where he tries to contact the authorities. However, the same clan of cannibalistic psychos that Robert is from occupies the house and captures Giles. In an ironic twist, the aid worker is later cooked up to relieve the famine of the cannibals. Along the way, Peter Jackson added the special forces team that would be sent to rescue Giles. But in this early version, the boys would turn out to be cannibals as well. They staged the whole thing because they liked to play with their food. When it came time for Jackson to finally edit the film together, he found that he had nearly 50 minutes worth of unusable footage. So with its length and being inspired by the 16-millimeter efforts of Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead in 1981, Jackson continued shooting to make the movie a full-length feature and I guess at some point added Aliens. So there you go. So that was kind of the original concept he was going for with this movie. Uh, yeah. 
And also, there are no female uh, characters in this movie, although the voice of a female emergency uh, yeah. call operator is her. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, Seth. Are you telling me that Peter Jackson could have potentially single-handedly created the very first plot twist? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Definitely wow. possible. Wow, uh, genius. Yeah. I mean, before, add it to your conspiracy theory. I, just I, just I, put it there on the wall, man. Just put one more tag on the wall for your conspiracy theory, and you've right. got it all set up there, You buddy. know what? It's a good thing I have Joe Rowe and Speed Dial. Yeah, <laughs> get him on Speed Dial, buddy. Yo, Joe. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. We got to talk about Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He created the first plot twist before Alfred Hitchcock in yeah. Psycho. Who? Yeah. What? Uh, I don't know what he's talking exactly. about. Who is that? Yeah, we don't yeah. know what he's talking about. Psycho. Yeah. What the fuck's that? Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it as far as some of the facts here I've got that uh, were kind of interesting as part of it. Um, I don't know if, it, if if y'all don't have anything else, I'm gonna go ahead and get into let's rate this movie. Um, anything else? Well, I, I would I would like to actually uh read one thing up. Uh, I I really enjoyed the part where the heavy metal guy, I guess his name is Ozzy, um. He just like loses his shit. He's like, "All right, I'm fucking ready," and he like takes like a little coffin out of the car, and he he like hides behind a couple behind the bush from some aliens, and he takes opens the coffin, and out comes a bazooka. Oh, he has all the time in the world. <laughs> a, fucking, a fucking rocket launcher, and then he just like goes to town and just blows up aliens. And he has extra rockets, like, in yeah. his belt. Yeah, two extra, like, <laughs> two or three extra rockets. I, he just sticks I, in his pants. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I feel like all the G-Men had, like, a certain prized possession mm. where Barry had his, he had his little uh, six-shooter that he was so proud of. Yep. Derek had a chest. When he opened up, it was a dirty-ass chainsaw. Mm. Frank had his car that got blown to fucking bits. Yeah. And Ozzy yeah. had it. He's like, that's my car. Ozzie, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's my car. And then he runs in the house. I'm like, that was a sweet fucking car. Yeah. It was. And, it and was. Ozzy had the bazooka, which he just go carries with him everywhere. Yeah, I would too. I mean, if that, if yeah. the rockets are that transportable, you can just stick them in your pants and you can run around with like three yeah. rockets for use. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. He, he, he goes up to aliens, they get on the car, and he blows up like a quarter of the house spaceship. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And then he, he shoots the last one that goes just straight through the house, like mm. in one door to out the other, and it blows up like a sheep or something. Which they do mention. On the other side. Which they do mention the house is a historical marker yeah question mark yeah they do they do mention that mm -hmm. they're like it's a historical house because they make a comment about him like shooting a rocket in or something happens and they're like hey don't destroy that house it's something i didn't catch what it was so it's like an historical thing or something so, like that. that's interesting does that mean the house is is, is the house a spaceship or is the spaceship inside the house and takes the house with it they oh. somehow hide the spaceship Inception. inside the house. Yeah, it's a dream inside a dream, <laughs> inside a dream, inside a dream. So, yeah. The Inception that shit. But yeah, I just love how, like, he shoots a rocket, and it goes straight through the house, and it blows up, like, a farm animal outside. That was pretty great side. to see the sheep blow up. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of agree yeah. with that. Yeah. All right, well, um, I guess we'll get to rating. And if anything else comes up in the rating, we can still right. discuss it. So um, 
you know how we do we talk about production we talk about uh story and then we talk about quality so um uh johnny why don't you go first with production what are you giving it sure uh you know i mean i think this is it's a it's a sliding scale for these films that's for sure um especially i know you know i think with uh an approximately eleven thousand dollar budget they actually did a pretty good job uh with the amount of uh blood and guts and the actual explosion they had there with the car at the end um it was uh, a lot definitely more professional than i thought it was going to be you know i thought it would be more along the lines of a, a samurai cop type thing um, I thought it was a little, a little higher quality. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> that's, that's really low. That, that is, is that a, a bar, low bar that they can jump over? They might like that, the bar is laying on the ground. <laughs> it's not even it's not even an inch up. It's not even an inch up. Oh, actually, real, real quick, Johnny, before before you actually uh, continue with that, uh, I forgot to ask you, uh, as somebody who has has uh, experience with the, with film. Um, I I've noticed that with this movie and also with Bad Taste, I mean sorry, this is Bad Taste. Also with uh, Dead Alive, mm-hmm. th- there's a lot of extreme close-ups. Yeah. With the, uh, yeah, like it's it's very unique and and that the it's not only extreme close-up. Like the camera is like tilted. It's above the character and like to the side. And uh, I, I think that's very interesting. So as somebody who not only works with film but also has a podcast about real good movies and how well they're done and how to do them, what, what do you think about those camera angles? Hey, say, say the end. Sorry, you cut off really. Say the end of that really quick. Oh, well, as somebody who not only has experience with film right. but also has a podcast about how to do good film and like how you know how to do it correctly uh what do you think about this camera angles yeah i mean you know i i think that peter jackson kind of had to work with what he had it it looked to me like um like the amount of lenses that they had it looked typically like a a pack of lenses is usually going to come in about four and it looked to me like they they just had two maybe three kind of was just it was a a smorgasbord just like a random assortment of whatever he could find um so he just kind of worked with what he had man yeah um I mean, I, I mean, the, the close-up, the close-up angle itself, um, that's been, it's been done before, but I mean, I guess not really before the late '80s. I can't really think of any instances. I, Whenever I think of that, I think of like Hitchcock. You know, I think of Hitchcock with a really tight, close-up tight angle. Um, hmm. What were we saying, right? Uh, 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 Johnny, I did have a question. You know, uh, s- staying on the same topic, since you do uh, know a lot about a film and, and camera angles. Uh, I, I was kind of wanting to know: Is there a technique for camera angles called called uh, up on that ass? Because <laughs> yeah, it's He does go up on that ass. It was re- especially you with know, these aliens and the mom and Gandalf and the dragon. Right. You know what? Yeah. It's it's funny that you asked that because there was a movie called. It got really famous in a movie called Debbie Does Dallas. And oh, yeah. they, yeah, yeah. So they, they got, they got really, really into those anal shots. Oh, oh, shut up, Seth. <laughs> oh, you, you shut your goddamn mouth, all right? <laughs> you shut that whore mouth. Ryan also, knows. Johnny was with us when we did Flash Gordon, so it's kind of become a perfect circle. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. 
it's the Lord of the Rings effect, I guess. Because when, when Ian mentioned about the camera angles, I, I, just, I just noticed it's like, all right, well, when when those yeah. aliens transformed, that, that was of, that's why I call them the ass aliens. There were a lot of alien shots. It, it, that like ass. every time, it's true. It's well, the aliens, that all their asses ripped out of their right, pants. And, and it sh- and <laughs> every time the aliens were on camera, it showed the ass like. <laughs> how National Geographic shows like the, the red ass baboon they show his ass that's how they did with this movie and I was like wait a minute and I thought the dead alive and it showed the mom I'm like it showed a yeah, close up on her right. ass um, and, and the frighteners yeah. they showed a close up on the yeah. reaper's ass and I'm like jeez yeah, he likes the, about it, he likes the alien. every, every ass, single man. hobbit in all of the Lord of the Rings close up on their ass I'm like Jesus <laughs> This all makes sense now. Yeah, because hey, add it to the board, Ryan. Right? Add it to the board on your wall. Yeah. This, is why, the this, the is, this is why I wish Peter Jackson would have did the Halo movie. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. No, you should do the Metal Gear Solid movie because we know the camera shots in Metal Gear Solid 2 are all up on that ass as well. So I need those Master Chief cakes, bro. But not, not, only, not, only, not only that, but like... All, not on the aliens' asses and whatnot, but it's straight up. The camera is straight up on their ass, like, like, like the cameraman is straight up like hugging each character doing a. Well, that's up. why I asked Johnny if there's a thing called "up on that ass" technique. Yeah, it's very, very popular and porn for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what you, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what are you rating this production, Johnny? After uh, this uh, tangent on ass shots. Um, yeah, no, sorry, Ian, answer your question. Yeah, no, man, he, uh, yeah, he did, he worked with what he could, um, you know, those tight shots are, I mean, as you, I'm sure you know, they, they're used to convey the, um, the emotion of that one character during that one instance. Um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, he, he was his first one, so he, he, he did fine with it, you know, I mean, you can definitely tell, like, from his other films, it definitely got better over time, and he probably wasn't his own director of photography, you know, past Dead Alive, you know, he probably had other, I mean, I think I don't know yeah. what you guys know if he was operating the cameras on his own in this one or yeah. yes he was okay uh, yeah yeah because yeah with, with this movie and with Dead Alive he's just like straight up in the the character's face yeah. and then with Lord of the Rings and King Kong and what right it, it shows like a like a regular camera angle like in a regular movie sure. yeah I mean, oh they, that's they, another yeah. one I saw a lot of Jack Black's ass in that movie too. That's- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have rather seen a Naomi Watts ass for sure. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a little nicer. It was either King um, Kong or Jack Black. You pick pick one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So, sometimes you see directors do that if they don't have a ton of lighting equipment. They don't have like the actual budget to add in the extra lights, and they don't want to show too much of a blown out background. So they'll do a tighter shot. Um, just so they can actually see the character's face so the lens can adapt to uh, the amount of sunlight coming in through it. Um, I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, to answer your question, um, production value. Uh, honestly, man, for, for the budget and stuff, I'd give it – I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10. So I'd give it 8 caved-in bird skulls, you know, um, from the, the headbutt, I That's guess. That's it. That's yeah, it. I, I say, yeah, I'd say for what it was, um, it definitely – you sure you don't want to make it any ass? I, I could, but I, I figured one of you guys would want to take that. You seem there you go. Low-hanging so fruit. I Ian, would. why don't you you go ahead and take it? Your jokes have been weak lately, so go ahead for it, buddy. Ass, uh, ass shots. Uh, no, Ian, uh, why don't you give us the production yeah, rating for actually, you? Yeah. It, it, actually, no, it's funny. I, I, I completely forgot I wrote this down, so I'm looking at my phone right now. I wrote five extreme close-up shots. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Sounds about right. I wish I could clearly add if you want on that app. There you go. There you, uh, go. You, you you have to at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. No it's it's, it's, it's close up in your face, so. <laughs> I, I don't get uh, it. What are you referencing? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So production, I mean, it, it's good, but it's not great. Uh, it, it's I, I'd say it's probably one of the best that we've covered in this podcast but also i mean the last one we did with blood and bone which had a much better production value yeah um so i mean and like those close-up shots were really distracting i'd say like it, <laughs> i mean they were unique well i mean i give him credit for the uniqueness but i also want to take away from the for the distraction um but the although like the uh the effects of like say the alien costumes and stuff that was pretty well yeah but uh, I mean, yeah. Actually, you know, actually, it's, I don't know why we're a five. I'll, I'll I'll bump it up to seven. There you go. It's good. It's, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. But it's good. All right. <clears throat> I'll go next, and I, I guess I echo Johnny with eight. I was it was mixed between seven and eight, and I, I think I'll be a little more lenient and throw it down. Um, eight hammers that are lying around the city. There were a shit ton of hammers just all over this <laughs> really fucking were. city. Like there was literally a scene oh, yeah, that, where that, that, a bunch of aliens came too. running through, and they were just handing them sledgehammers and hammers and shit. And then one guy, they ran out, and he looked on the ground, and there was another hammer, and he just grabbed that. Like it was just hammers everywhere. So it was um, tiny. Yeah, it, it was like it was. Yeah, he he gave away all the good big sledgehammers, yeah. and he just had a tiny little hammer. So yeah, I'll give it himself. a I give it eight hammers in this movie. Uh, Ryan, your last one production. Yeah, I don't know. Depending on where you look at it, because it does say eleven thousand, and then um, when you go to actual uh, Wikipedia, when you actually go to the page for Wikipedia, it says uh, twenty five thousand. I'm guessing that's what New Zealand I gave them because if Peter Jackson didn't finish this movie, New Zealand would no longer be considered a country. Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> so you know, for for eleven thousand dollars, he sure did do a lot. You know, compared to a lot of movies with like I don't know, a hundred and twenty million dollar budgets. I'm looking at you, Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> Fucking shame on you. <laughs> Fucking shame on you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I get emotional every time Man. I think about it. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm really going to give Peter Jackson more credit where it's due. So I'm I'm actually going to give it uh, a six. Six times I actually had to rewind this movie <laughs> just to see if the acronym was AIDS because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> All right, cool. Right, right. I, I like how I, I like how you said you'll give him his credit where it's due, and then give him a the lowest score. score than the lowest score that everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't go halfway, bro. I, I okay. okay, okay, that's cool. Um, all right, story. Um, Start uh, with me. Start uh, with me. Okay, Ryan. Story. Go. Go. There for was it. no story. It's a zero. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Ryan. It is. There, it really wasn't any real story much at all. Um, I, I'm gonna echo it. Like, uh, well, zero what? Zero times what? <laughs> zero rewatch values. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll you give know, it. I, I'm gonna actually. You know what? 
I, I have watched this movie about five times and I fell asleep about four times during this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, I'll give it. Um, I'll give it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, zero times a house turns into a spaceship. Um, that is zero. Yeah, I feel the same with you. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think we've covered movies with worse. This could maybe get a one. Oh yeah. But um, there really isn't much story here. It's, yeah, even covering the movie, it's hard to really talk about story at all. We just really had to talk about there, things uh, that happened in it. It's just that with everything they were doing in the movie towards the end there really was no payoff yeah 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 i give you that it's it's not like you know it i I mean derek went off to outer space they barely got out with their lives yeah nothing really came of it yeah 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 um ian what are you going to give it for story I'm actually kind of controversial on this one. Uh, y'all might be mad at me for this, oh, but uh, actually, uh, seven. Oh, oh, you're stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Bosses of land. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm out of I was out of line. Uh, seven alien. Uh, like the alien scream screeches coming from Peter Jackson when he gets nailed in the foot. Oh damn. Um, because I mean, yeah, you're right. There, there's not much to the story, and I mean, I kind of like I understand more because I wrote this down before you mentioned that of how there's no script, and also, like I said, this is kind of the same story as uh, the 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 one I forgot that I mentioned earlier is actually Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like this is basically yeah. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which we've seen many times. So you know, I'll drop it down to five. Okay. Um, <laughs> The thing, the thing is that there's still some uniqueness about it, still. Like, there's there's still the, uh, like, they, they I mean, you, you could take that there's the invasion of the body snatchers, they take over to town, and yada yada, um, you know, blah blah blah, but still the uniqueness is the stuff outside of that outside of the box where, you know, they, they they grab an alien and then they take it for hostage. That alien screams for help. Other aliens come to save him. Then, like, all the other aliens, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're eating humans. Yeah, we get that. But also there's this war of other aliens or humans that are, like, actually taking them to war. There's, like, a gunfight and everything. And then one human goes to space to to kill all those aliens. So, I mean, outside of the boring, you know, stuff that we've seen before, there's still uniqueness mixed in with that. So, yeah, I'll give it a five. But 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 that's also kind of left for imagination. Really? Yeah. But, it, I mean, there are a lot of movies who use that technique, though, in, uh, in that defense, to where they leave it kind of this open-ended thing where you can use your imagination to finish it the way you want. So, so, te- so technically, he Chris Nolan does, uh, is what you're saying. I mean, that's, you can almost just <laughs> spin around and pick a movie, and that ends in that way. Um, but I guess so, Ryan, I guess so. Um, Johnny, why don't you go ahead and uh, give a story rating? Oh, man. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to have to give a rating uh, closer to you guys. Sorry, Ian, I'm, I can't really uh, – I can't. I couldn't bring myself to go that high. Uh, I, no, I just think that, yeah, I mean, just with the premise itself, like what you're talking about, like starting out in the desolate town with, you know, no one around and just these 
monsters have invaded, it seems too close to like Night of the Living Dead esque slash, as you mentioned, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of thing. Um, I thought the fast food chain portion was kind of an interesting idea. I thought I would. I thought of. I think it might be stupid. Like maybe if I saw a movie that focused on that, I might be like, ah, okay, I'm an idiot for recommending that. Um, but I don't know. I think the the fast food chain idea was kind of stupid, but it could have been interesting if they had touched on it more. Yeah. Um, but that was really the only original thing. I'd probably give it a, a one. Okay. Uh, oh, probably one fake out machine gun sound effect. I got you. There you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I actually changed mine to zero times a script was written for this movie. So there you go. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. The lack uh, thereof. Yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, I, I, about it earlier. You know, I, I still say that, that the uh, the ideas about outside of the box are pretty unique. So. That's okay, Ian. We got you. Ian, you can go ahead and start us with enjoyment. You can start us with enjoyment. Enjoyment. How did you enjoy this movie? I, I mean... Okay, I I enjoyed it. Not more in the second half or in the third act than in the first two. The first act was boring as shit. Second act was interesting. It kind of turned into like a spy thriller kind of thing. Third act was like a fucking balls to the wall action movie. Like lots of guns going off, lots of craziness. So, um, the more, like, it started out boring, but the more I watched it, got more and more entertaining. So, uh, I'll, I'll actually give it eight puns that are in bad Don't taste. even think, goddammit. Yep. Son of a bitch, <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. Yep, he did it. He fucking did it. That's right. Um, Ryan, that go asshole. ahead. Yeah. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Some nice asshole shots. There you go. Peter Jackson, yeah. I got them for you. Um, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and give us a enjoyment rating? Man, this was difficult. Uh, so while watching this movie, uh, there were just times where I was just so damn bored. I was actually going to turn this movie off and not do the podcast at all. And so I was told that Johnny Blackburn was going to be in it. So I'm like, oh, this is all like fucking dumb. I'm, got, I'm, I'm fucking here, man. Yeah, you go. So I, my arch nemesis. So I muscled through it. I, I fucking watched this. And there was some enjoyment to this movie, especially pointing out that I did see uh, Brain Dead first. Uh, before I saw this movie, so I did mention a lot of like sound effects and like certain things in like all his movies. Um, yeah, maybe we should have covered them on opposite, right? Like, or so I didn't hate this movie uh, as much as I hated Johnny Blackburn. Um, <laughs> but, easy to hate me, easy to love me. It's up to you. Right? Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> you, you see what I'm talking about, guys? Do you see this guy over here? So, <laughs> so as much as I didn't hate it, I enjoyed Dead Alive much, much more than this movie because uh, I hold Dead Alive to my heart. So I'm just going to go have to go halfway on this and give it a five. Five times I wish I was watching Brain Dead instead of this. Sounds good, man. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll have to echo yours as well and do a five. Um Five times uh, you nail your own foot. So uh, I'll give it that as well. And um, 
Ian, I think you're the last one. And I got my dog yip yapping behind me, so I'm going to have to take a second. No, I was, I was the first one. Oh, Johnny, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Johnny. Okay. And, and you go ahead and try and piss off that dog, Johnny. You just go right ahead. It's barking. <laughs> put, the, put, the fo- put the phone up to the dog's ear. I got something to say to it, okay? I'm like, listen here, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you know, honestly, I don't I don't mean to be redundant, man, but I, I really have to agree with you guys. There was – I, I totally there with you, Ryan. I, I there was a point where I was kind of like on my phone, just looking through random shit on Wikipedia, and then I was like, oh fuck, I missed five minutes, and I had to go back and rewind it and start over. But yeah, toward yeah, knowing towards the end, it um, definitely the 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 fights towards the end, um, and for some reason the scene where they're all drinking the bile out of the big bowl. I don't know why. I just I was so grossed out, but I was like, this is intriguing like why are they doing this but okay you know whatever i'm not gonna ask too many questions it's fine it's fine uh, uh yeah man i uh, yeah i'd give it a yeah you know five. go ahead oh uh, i was like you know it's cool because it's like it builds tension because the the regular the guy is at the very end you know, it's like oh shit how is he going to get away with sure. this he's got a plan he's going to get away with this but then he doesn't because he's at the end and they're like well shit i guess i gotta drink it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'd I'd say, yeah, probably five big bowls of gut-wrenching bile. There you go. And I'd assume that because maybe Robert earlier was eating someone's skull, you know, maybe Mm. he just up-chucked that so that they can eat it because they're being very limited with the food they actually have because it's for the fast food chain. That that, or it's a metaphor that anything that Peter Jackson is going to regurgitate, everyone's going to eat. That's true. That could be it's that true. as well. Drinking that's, that Kool-Aid. Drinking yeah, that Kool-Aid. That's right. That's right. Well, Ryan, you definitely masterfully Damn. broke this movie <laughs> down. You are the boss. You, na- um, you nailed it on the foot. Nailed it on the foot. That's right. Um, and, well, at least it wasn't in bad taste. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan. That's enough. You you don't you don't get that one. You don't get that, you know that one. You got the other one. You don't get that one. So stop it. Stop it now. Um, uh, all right. Do you, do, you have, do you have the like Seinfeld thing song? That would, that would be great. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> yes, not. even the end song had bad taste in it. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Ryan. We've got it. Um, I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it did. No, that, 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 was, that was the lyric. No, that, that was the lyric. Song song was bad yeah. taste. No, okay. okay. <laughs> it was like, I'm going down a pun rabbit hole. I don't know what's real anymore. So that's what you're doing to me right now. You remember Street Fighter, Legend of Chung Lee? uh, No, Ryan. No, I don't. I don't. No, no, Ryan. I don't remember. I don't know that movie. It's your fault you lost. And you had to watch that movie twice. You cheated. I went back and listened to that. No, you did not go back and listen to it. And nobody cheated, you loser. So there you go. All right. So sorry. If y'all want to know what that's about, y'all could just go back to losing lives and listen to that and you'll find out. Um, but uh, we're at the end here. So we're going to go ahead and do a couple plug and get on out of here. So uh, Johnny, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit again about, you know, what you do, what you want people to check out, what you got going on. Oh uh, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, so uh, like, I, like Ian was saying, I have a podcast called, I don't give a flick. And uh, if you want to check it out, it's on uh, Apple, Spotify, um, just most places that podcasts are listed. Uh, and it's just a, another film podcast, and we're a cool group of people that enjoy talking about movies. That's 
that's about it. It's pretty boring, honestly. I mean, I probably wouldn't even listen to it unless it was my own show. I mean, you know, for uh, for the first like five episodes, my mom was the only one that listened to it. So good. It uh, that's it was pretty it fucking sad. That's how um, it goes. But uh, I, <laughs> and Ian, I listened to it. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was in I was in half the episode. No, I I, 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 I speaking of which, uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Actually, um, yeah, the last episode Ian was on the time travel one that actually won't be out for a couple weeks if this is going live. Uh, uh-huh. This week, yeah, this right. Monday. So we're recording Saturday on Monday. <laughs> this should go up. And 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 Ryan and Ryan someday, baby. Ryan someday. Come on now. That, that's okay. You can uh, probably come on my new podcast. I just started. It's called That's Okay. I give a flick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <There you laughs> <go. laughs> yeah. It's all about anal shots. Yeah, it's all about anal shots. Yeah, Ryan. Every, every episode is like fuck Charlie Black. <laughs> uh, yep. And Johnny's the co-host too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm down, man. Let me know what No, no, no. Ryan's just gonna cut clips of you from other podcasts that you've done, and then just insert you in with him. <laughs> That's what it'll be. That'll be it. I've done it before. Johnny, I agree. Yeah, I've done it before with me and John Stamos. There you go. There you go, man. There you go. All right. Well, look out for Ryan's new podcast. Um, Ian, why don't you talk a bit about the Facebook group? Um, yeah, movies so bad they're good, but like old classics in camp. Um, it's just going crazy. I don't know if any of y'all saw it yesterday. It just went crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, when this podcast came out, comes out uh, in two days from now, Monday. So think back three days ago when uh, current events, Trump got coronavirus. I posted a meme from the 1984 movie Dune uh, with the bad guy, Baron Harkonnen, who has a bunch of diseases on his face. And I posted a meme of Trump instead of Baron Harkonnen <laughs> saying, I have the best diseases. Shit went crazy. <laughs> like, the, my, my Facebook group is on fire right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what happens like, when you yeah. do political stuff. I, I th- this might be... The, the, it's almost like a civil war, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a civil war, an actual civil war in a Facebook group. Do do not divert our, do not divert our battle. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been diverted. It's, it's it's actually been diverted. Yeah. Trump will do that, man. Say he's saying anything about but, uh, Trump will do that. I mean, yeah, no, there's that, but uh, also I would like to wish a happy birthday to. Gabriel to Matthew and to Daniel are oh, our, cool. oh, Daniel being the other reoccurring yeah, guest yeah, on Daniel. here. Um, um, uh, three different admins all have birthdays this week. Nice. Uh, today, actually, as we speak, is Daniel's birthday. Tomorrow is Matthew's birthday. Gabriel, who hasn't been on here, uh, yeah. And, well, neither is Matthew. Um, uh, you know, they had a birthday this week, and also happy birthday to Ryan, who has a birthday in a couple of weeks from now. All right, yeah, that's right. Your birthday is in October, man. Uh, I'll give you a happy birthday when we get closer, so you don't get this happy birthday. But to everybody else, yeah, I, I knew you would do that, Seth. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. I was just you fucking waiting for it. You don't, you don't get this one. You get too greedy. It's, you get it's like more... Ian's just like, yeah, I just want to wish you a happy birthday, and I was like. Let's hear from Seth. Yeah, he don't get that yet. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, not yet. Not until we get closer to that day that you are actually <laughs> shot maybe, out. Maybe you're no. a nice podcast. <laughs> maybe right, the next uh, one. Yeah, maybe the next one you'll get one if I'm feeling good. All right, uh, should I go with my... But, uh, yeah. I was going to say... Should... Well, I'll, yeah, no, no, do you think? Yeah, half the... Uh, 
half the Facebook group has birthdays this week. So yeah, awesome, birthday. awesome. Happy birthday, go on. Yes, yes. Not Ryan. Everybody else. Happy birthday, um, <laughs> Ryan. Go ahead. What, what did you have? Um, uh, j- just off the top, uh, prom- promote my new podcast. Um, that's okay. I give a flick. It drops at the same time as Johnny's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and check mine out, not his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to promote my buddies over there in the UK, Horco Trash Other, who's doing their 31 Days of Halloween. Nice. And just released a bonus episode. That, so, mm-hmm. so go ahead and check my buddies in the UK. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, they've they've already made they've already made a whole entire year. Yeah. Fucking killing it over there. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so did we. we we just made a year like last month, I believe. Mm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Right. Um, well, who's <laughs> who's next You can find everything there. You can find this podcast there. You can find my podcast, Who's Next Podcast, there as well. Um, we just released, uh, what was it? Uh, killing or not killing? That was the subject title for like superheroes and stuff like that. And uh, comics and stuff. We had a discussion about if you should kill or not. Um, and, uh, just kind of went down a rabbit hole on that as well as we've been talking a bit of the boys. So there's a bit of spoilery talk on that, but we haven't covered, uh, the episode that dropped. Uh, we're going to actually record next Friday so that we will have all the boys watched because it's only eight episodes. So the next movies and comics episode going up will be like a full coverage of the whole season two of the boys. So um yeah, a lot of fun there. When and, what yeah, you know, uh, when, when are you planning to do that recording? Uh next Friday. Next Friday. Okay. So um also I've been doing a little more streaming, so if you are into streaming and into gaming, you can check out official who's next at Twitch and um give me a follow there. And uh you can I've been getting a couple people watching here and there. So it's uh doing a little bit of growth. So uh, just give me a shot. I've been playing Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls 2 is actually what I've been playing. So if anybody's interested in gaming. Uh, yeah, guys, let me tell you, he's been sucking pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. <laughs> I get my ass handed to me a lot. So. <laughs> I've been on that shit, like antagonizing him the entire yeah. time, yeah. and it never fails. It yeah. never fucking fails. <laughs> it always works. I can't help it. So, so when Ryan please, says please mean stuff to join me. Join on with yeah. me, yeah. and let's give him so much shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's you. My, it's my favorite. That's why you don't. Actually, that's why you didn't get a happy birthday. That's exactly right, it. You see that attitude right open. there? That's why you don't get happy birthdays. <laughs> I don't. I don't open. He see it's bad when Seth knows it's me because I open up with like nothing but booze. Yeah, yeah, you do. Instead of like what's up, it's like yeah. boo. Yeah, 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 you do that on my show. Yeah, I, I, I do. You do that on my show. Like, that's why Ryan. You know what, Ian? Take your happy uh, birthday back from Ryan as well. You take yours back too. Tell him that you, he doesn't get the happy. That's birthday. how you know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Boo on you, sir. No happy birthday. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, actually, Seth, I, I was going to ask you a request. Yep. Um, you, you're talking about TV shows on Who's Next. Um, y'all should all, if you haven't yet, watch Fargo. The new season just dropped. Oh yeah, the Chris. Is that Fargo's with Chris Rock on it? On yeah, it? it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mentioned it. To it it's. Uh, I, I saw it. It's like the couple episodes that just dropped. I mean, mm. by by then there will be a new episode. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a good show, uh, based off a really yeah. good. Is it movie. good? On, is it better than season one? Cool. Or... No, 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 nothing's better than season one. Uh, well, maybe season two, okay. but uh, it's different. It's True. good. I, I like it. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's good. I want to say is I wouldn't really compare it to the other seasons. Mm. It's okay. it's very different. 
but okay. it's it's good all right cool 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 all right well um i guess that'll be it let's go ahead and end it i have us a little clip here to end and uh goodbye see y'all next time that's the end of those freaking cowboys let's go home